Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are now listening to the Is Told by Reese podcast. And yes, I'm your host, Reese. Now, I think it's been a little while, and for that, I'm sorry. But is it too late now to say sorry? I miss more than just your listenership, your viewership, what have you. I know it's been a while, and you know, you've changed, I've changed. We both changed. We both said things we didn't mean, or you may have meant it at the time. And we went away from each other. But I think now is a perfect time to come back. I know what you're thinking. I'm, I'm, I'm like Avatar, and not the weird blue creature, more like the airbender, the last one. In a time when the world needed me most, I was gone, I vanished, I disappeared. On this space. That doesn't mean I didn't for once stop thinking about you. I never stopped thinking about you. I always thought about you. I always missed you. I said, one day I'm going to come back here when I have something to say. And what I have to say? Mm, not much, really. But maybe I do. But maybe I don't. We'll see. We'll go here. So, it has been. It has to have been over a year since my last podcast episode. And if this is your first time listening to me, wow, amazing. So for you, it'll be like this never happened. Or if you've been listening previously, then all of a sudden you stumbled on this one. You say, okay, well, he still makes podcasts. That's great. But for a while, I didn't make podcasts. And what I said earlier was a lie. It's not because I didn't have anything to say. It's... I didn't have the right headspace to say it. There was a lot going on. A lot changed in my life. A lot changed. I'd say the biggest change was I got a job. And if you've ever listened to me, I have a very interesting relationship with jobs. Uh, a lot of times I, I find myself greatly unhappy in the job that I'm doing. It's just, it, it takes so much time away from me and what I feel is my bigger, better, greater purpose, or what have you. And depending on the job and my energetic levels and all these other things, certain things fall by the wayside, right? My job sustains me, but my things that I do as far as my creative, my the, the passions, the passionate things that I do feed me. And this job, this latest job that I have is so very draining in a way that no other job before this has been. And I know that's weird, right? It's weird because I've technically had worse jobs than this. Objectively, many of my jobs as a working adult have been worse than this one. But for some reason, this one feels much worse. This feels much worse on a daily basis. And I don't know if I can impart upon you when you're at a job and you're miserable at a job every single day 
it takes a toll on you. Fun fact, I'm married. Right? I have a, a beautiful wife and a dog. And I made a promise to myself that no matter what happened at work, I would not bring that energy home from work. Whatever happened at work, no matter how bad it was or how terrible it is. So when I come home from work, I like leaving all of my problems at the door. Um, it's not about not being able to talk to my partner. She's amazing. She can, she'll listen to anything I have to say. It's, hey, I'm a newlywed. Been married for a little bit over a year. Oh, yeah, by the way, I got married. Um, but I'm not trying to bring that on her. She has her own set of everything to deal with. And I want to be her safe and happy space. And I want this house, this house that I live in, to also be my safe and happy space. But it takes a toll on you one way or the other. Right? And the toll it took on me was my my energy. After work, I rarely have the energy to do anything else. So after work, I'm just kind of crashing. I'm crashing, I'm sleeping, I'm waking up randomly, I'm, uh, I'm doing things. All of my creative avenues that I was pursuing before this, they kind of came to a grinding halt. A grinding halt. And for me, it was just enough to just try to think about creative stuff. Just try to think about picking up my guitar was such a task in and of itself. Because when I get home, all I want to do is just decompress and not have to think about anything. But real life kept in, it kept interfering. What I mean by that? So, uh, before I took this job, I got into incredible shape. I was creating like crazy. I was, I was following my creative energetic passions and, and really cranking out material, whether that be a new song, whether that be a, a written piece of work, whether that be a skit, a sketch, what have you, an idea. But when I got this job, that came to a grinding halt. And also, I think I said it, but I'll say it again, I was in great shape, as great a shape as I've been in a long time before this job. But for some particular reason, when I took this job, all of those things fell by the wayside and they fell pretty rapidly. And here's the thing, I've been at this job for about a year and a half now. Actually, it was a year and a half coming up. It's been a struggle since day one. Now, I could bore you with the details of why it's been a struggle, but when I'm gone from this job, and there will be a when I'm gone from this job, I'll then discuss why this was yet another job that was terrible. But I won't, because I currently work it and I currently need it. Especially because I have family to feed. <laughs> I have a wife and a dog. Come on, that'd be silly of me to up and quit this job. Or get fired for something I say on the uh, podcastosphere for about two people to see. But what I notice is my health went down. My weight went back up. My stress levels rocketed. My stress levels rocketed um, like never before, like they did in the in the pandemic's era, uh, when a lot of things happened. A lot of things happened 
the year before in that year, 2019 and 2020, which just cratered my health. And I worked all my way back to recovering my health to a point where I was finally in the shape internally and the look externally that I wanted. And I said, hey, I'm, I'm fit. I'm me. I feel good. My body feels as good as it can. I'm me again. But slowly but surely, me working this job has eaten away at all of that. And when I mean when I say all of that, I do mean all of that. It has been just noshed on, nibbled on, bit by bit, every single moment. It's just taken everything. So now I won't say my health is back to square one, and I won't say my weight is back to square one, and I won't say my stress is back to square one, but I'm gonna say it's on square two and a half. And it took everything in me to just kind of find a way to just look forward. And it's taken me a while, but I'm back now. Now that I stopped creating, no. Heavens no. Heavens no. I didn't. I actually kept creating. I kept creating videos. YouTube videos. I did... YouTube started releasing shorts, right? And I said, well, my... I was so very tired of the content that I was making. Food taste testing content. I I I blame that for my weight gain anyway. So I was just very tired of saying, hey, this is good. Hey, this is bad. Hey, this is good. Hey, this is bad. I, there was only so many ways that I felt I could be clever or funny or entertaining talking about the same thing over and over and over again. So I was pretty much out on it. But then I, I said, sure. So, okay, why not? Let me Let me try a short. So, I made one short, and that short did okay. It did well, relatively speaking, well for me, which after my video started getting 12 or less views, this one got mm, 100, 105, 110 views, and I said, oh, hey, somebody wants to hear what I have to say. <laughs> so... I went and I created more shorts. And at some point, the shorts just started picking up, right? They went from 100 views to a couple hundred views to a thousand views to a couple thousand views. And it topped off at a couple thousand views. And that, I like, I started gaining more subscribers. I gained more subscribers in one year than I did any two combined years. Any My best two combined years don't compare to the last year. Probably three, honestly. And at that point, I had been to YouTube for, I had been on the YouTube grind for eight years. So here I was thinking, is this, is this it? First you get a couple hundred, then you get a couple thousand, and then at some point, at some point, one of these is going to explode. One of these is going to be the million view short, or at least the 100,000 view short, and it's going to change the trajectory. It's going to put me on a different level to where I can possibly think about doing this creative thing for a living. Not for the main living, but hey, nice little pocket change and kind of keeps me in the game. Here's the thing. They never 
go past a couple thousand. I don't know why. They just don't. Even when they they seem like they're about to. They seem like, oh, this one, this one has potential. And then it peters out. So imagine a year of doing that and growing. I would say for the first three months of doing that, I I was growing much more rapidly than before. And I said to myself, Wow, this could this could be a thing. Maybe maybe this is a year. Maybe it, you know, overnight success doesn't happen, but if I finally get discovered now, I would have put eight years in. So obviously, right? Like obviously this this might be the time. This might be a symbol of the time. <sighs> Spoiler alert, it wasn't. It wasn't a symbol of the time at all. It's just it happened to be that for a little bit it it, it looked like it, it gave me it gave me a spark though. It gave me a spark and a reason to continue to be creative and stay in the creative game. But because work was so just heavy on me, I couldn't have time to continue with my music, continue with everything else. So I just kind of poured my energy into YouTube thing and said, I'm going to make this many videos this year. I'm going to get this many subscribers because of the pace I was growing at and all those things. And by month four, all of that came cratering to a halt. By month four, the growth was not growthing as the, the youth and the elders, elder, elderly say. It's just, I hit this wall. I hit this growth wall. And ever since then, my numbers look kind of how they looked before. But I said, okay, this is the universe testing you. This is the universe saying, if you really want this, you're going to have to continue to go after it. So I continue to go after it and continue to go after it and continue to go after it. And the growth has been slow. The growth has been slow. I, um, let's see here. As it stands right now, as you're listening to this, I have about 1,400 subscribers. I gained, mm, I'd say 500 of those in the last year, specifically. I can tell you, yeah. In the last year, specifically, 500 of those came in the last year. Which is great. Hey, I'm not complaining. But most of that was the first three months. And the rest of it was just, I'd get a few people here, a few people there. But my videos never went. And my own content never went. But I still made it. Why? Because I felt, hey, at least I still have a creative vein. And I can keep doing this thing. Which then led me to, in the summertime, to release a children's book that I wrote. Because I like creating, as you know that. I like creating. Uh, it was a big buzz for my friends and family. They were very excited. A lot of them bought it. And then it went nowhere. It went nowhere kind of fast. No fault of anybody's. It's just, hey. <sighs> But the thing that I was most disappointed with is the fact that I did not continue on with my music playing like I should have. Uh, comparison is a thief of joy, so I don't like comparis comparing myself to other people. 
but I did see people who definitely started at this music thing, especially the guitar, much later than me, just surpass me by leaps and bounds. And maybe they're special, maybe they're all talented, but I also realized that there would be months, months between me picking up the guitar and doing anything with it. And why? Because I didn't have enough time, I didn't have enough energy. Instead of five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes that I could have been spending doing something on the guitar, I would find other things to do and eventually get to the guitar in a couple of months. How I did that, I said, well, tomorrow I'm going to give myself hours to play. And then tomorrow I'm going to give myself hours to play. And I'm going to do it today, but then I go take a nap. By the time I wake up, it's already after midnight. Uh, I got I have work in the morning. If I if I play guitar now, I'm going to be too tired and and I'm still already tired at work. A job that brings you so much anxiety when I think about it. And the weekends don't even feel like the weekends anymore. But weekends aren't weekends because every weekend I'm trying to be creative. And it's hard for one when your hobby is your passion, kind of. And you're trying to monetize your hobby. You're trying to monetize your passion. Like, unfortunately, being creative is my hobby. So then I feel, oh, then I need to produce this thing because it's still a lot of work. It's still a lot of work. So it's not really restful. It's fun. It's enjoyable. I love doing it, but it's not really restful, especially when I was trying to pump the, the, the YouTube content as much as I was trying to do because it wasn't just YouTube. I tried to do it with, um, TikTok, even though that's not really my crowd and Instagram as well. And nothing quite translated the same. Certain things would work on TikTok, but they wouldn't work on Instagram. And the things that worked on Instagram wouldn't work on YouTube. The things that worked on YouTube wouldn't work on TikTok. I never really found a Venn diagram of one that worked on all three. So here I was trying to post things on three different platforms, trying to get traction, trying to get response, trying to grow an audience. And an audience I did grow. Hey, listen, I have a thousand subscribers, only which probably a hundred or so are me, right? Or a uh, hundred or so are actual family friends, right? So the rest of them are true organic subscribers. And they say, if you have a thousand people that come and show up for XYZ, you'd be ecstatic. So I'm ecstatic about that. But I'm also saying that there's not enough productivity hacks in the world that when you have a full-time job and a family and you have many creative endeavors, it's a lot. It's, you have to do a lot to make that work, especially if it, everything else is costing you money and you have to live in today's world. And if you eat, you have a roof over your head, you, those things cost money. Everything costs, everything has a price. And so here's the fun fact. I would not classify I would not classify myself as a lazy person. Can't. I work. I I I go to the gym. I do a lot of hobbies. I have very little downtime. 
I have very little downtime. But when you have very little downtime, that increases the possibility of burnout. And burnout I did more than once. Burned out more than once. I'm talking... I would walk away from the job, not the life, because I, I love the life, but I would walk away from the job in any moment, the exception of, hey, who's going to help feed this family? You know, somebody decided to make an honest man out of me, and it would be really disrespectful to them to say, I don't want to contribute to this household monetarily. That's not what they signed up for. That's not what she signed up for. So walking away from the job was never an option. How about getting another job? Yep, that's that, that certainly is an option. But it's not like I didn't put my resume out there. But it takes a lot to get a job. It takes It takes so many, so many resumes, so many interviews. And I went on a few. And guess what? They didn't want me. Or it wasn't the right fit. And the next job has to be the right fit. It has to be the right fit. Now here, I know, I know all this is sounding really bad and depressing and saying, wow, where's the, where's the happy ending? Your book flopped. Your YouTube channel isn't where it should be. You old man, why are you even on TikTok? And Meta doesn't want you, so why are you posting Instagram? But guess what? The show is still going. And until those curtains close, we're still we're still going along. Why? Because I believe this is my purpose. I know it's my passion, but I also believe this is my purpose. And since this is my purpose, I have to see it through. I have to continue on this path. I think that's why I keep being dissatisfied with these nine to five grinds. Because I'm supposed to continue to persevere until I find my own breakthrough. And whatever that looks like. I'm not sure what it looks like. I'll know it when I see it, but I know I can't win the lottery if I never play. I can't strike gold if I'm not looking. I'm not going to randomly be discovered and say, hey, you should be this for that. So let's, for a second, go back to why another reason why I stopped podcasting, right? Because I noticed everybody and their mother and father, and sister, and brother, and wife, and husband, and son, and daughter, have a podcast. There's podcasts as far as the eye can see. Everyone has an opinion. Every single person has an opinion. Especially dudes. Dudes with microphones, running in the wild, opinions about everything. And I said to myself, oh, wait, look in the mirror. You're yet another dude with an opinion. About, with the podcast you are yet another one of them in a sea of them in an ocean of them now I like to think I'm a little different I'm a little different from them I like to think that because I don't I try not to insist upon myself 
I'm not trying not to get on here and say, I'm right about these things. That's why I don't really talk about current events. Because current events are just snapshots in history, and what is right today may not be right tomorrow, and other things. That's why I try to vary it up. But I realized with a lot of my recent podcasts, what I was going through, I was just really taking people through the creative process, through my creative process, talking about, hey, here's what I'm doing in my creative life. Don't you love it? I'm doing this thing. I'm trying to launch this. And I said, ah, you're kind of talking about the same thing over and over again a little bit, which, hey, topical podcasts are a thing, but I wanted this to be a thing where I'm just talking to my friends and my friends are shooting the breeze about life. Sometimes that might be about what is going on, but other times we're looking at the stars and wondering, are the stars looking back to us? Just those really abstract concepts. Or just an interesting twist on something. For example, one of them I wanted to, one one of the podcast episodes, I wanted to treat as if I'm driving through traffic. Treat as if I'm driving through traffic on the way to work. And I was going to have all these sounds and it was going to be like gridlock and all those other things. Then I said, oh, that seems like a lot of work for 10 people to listen to it. And also don't record. I don't, I mean, I record the podcast, but I don't, I don't do visuals for the podcast. You don't see me because who needs to see me? But that's what a podcast is. It's, it's, it's a visual thing. People have to see you. People want to know who you are. And for me, I want my words to let you know who I am. Because I I do this, but I also do music. And while it's all connected, that is a very different person who does music. That is a very different person who does YouTube. That is a very different person. Even though it's all me, it's just different versions of me, if that makes any sense. Different mindsets. So when I saw that I was one of many, I realized, ah, this is the issue I always have. I always get in on something when it's much too late. Like my, for example, my major in college, it was finance, it was business. And I realized much too late that in order to make any real money, the undergrads you should really pick is something engineering related or software related or both but for me computer science or engineering those are the two for somebody really like trying to do business because you could always get an mba anywhere but an undergrad business degree is you're qualified you're as qualified as anyone else for nothing but i realized that much too late i realized that and basically, when I was about to graduate, oh, I should have been in engineering all along. This agrees with a lot of what I think, and you can make a lot of money doing it. Okay, great. But realistically, when I why I got into finance, because all the jobs previously were in finance. That's where all the money could be made. And there still was money to be made there. But really, it was shifting. The real money to be made was in software. I've been using YouTube ever since it's been out. 
I was a viewer of YouTube. But I know for a fact, had I just started my YouTube journey a lot earlier, when there just wasn't that many people, I would have had a better chance of having a successful YouTube channel. If I had started my creative journey in life a lot earlier than I did, instead of going to the corporate world for years and years and years and it being an improper fit, maybe I make something of myself by now. Maybe I don't. And in the podcast space, if I had just started out early, if I had just started out early, I think I would be further along than I am. And if I had kids earlier in life, you know, but that's not the way it happened. It's not. And that means it's not the way it was supposed to happen. But for it to happen the way it's supposed to happen, I feel there needs to be a success at some point because I am an expert at failing. I'm an expert at failing. I have failed in every imaginable way and I continue to fail. And I don't know about all these people saying, continue to fail, fail every day, fail at something. No, it feels terrible. To try and to fail is terrible. I know they say nothing beats a failure but a try, but that's not true. A, a succeed beats a failure. A fail beats a try. Because <laughs> you can try and you fail. I know, as long as you keep trying, you never really fail. No, 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 no. It's okay that you have your definition of failure. My definition of failure, I've, I've failed numerous times. I have. I have. Doesn't mean I'm going to stop. That just means for me, I'm very realistic about where I am in my hero's journey. It's, I'm still trying. But we have to think about it. For every success story, that's just because we have seen these people succeed. But for every success story, there's got to be a dozen or so failures. There's got to be a dozen or so people who had to come back to their hometown and take the job they didn't want because it did not work out for them. Or they stay continuously trying until the day they move on from this mortal coil. I hope that doesn't sound morbid. There's got to be people like that. And I, I can tell you, for me, the trying is cool, right? The trying is cool, but it's not, I don't, part of me, a large part of me thinks that I might have felt better off thinking that I'm great instead of trying out for greatness and continually falling short. Because now, there's no there's no illusion for me. There's no, hey, you're great. You just never got the opportunity to try. You just never tried. It's no, hey, you tried, and the universe may be telling you you're not great. Man, what a stark realization that is for me. Because everything that I do is so very effortful. Effort, 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 effort. And you hear about people, oh, they're naturally talented. 
I thought I was. I thought I was. But after continually trying at things, things that I've, you know, I, I've really poured my passion into, it's like, oh, uh, well, I, maybe he has some talent. But, but maybe he didn't have as much talent as he thought he had in this thing that he's trying to do. I don't know. I don't know. But it's fine. It's fine. Because guess what? I never stopped creating. And I kept doing it. And now here I am. Back. With yet another podcast episode. And who knows how long I'm going to stick around this time. But I think I got a few things to say. So you're going to at least get a few episodes in here. And you're probably, you know, I get manic, so you're probably going to receive a lot at one time. And why are you going to receive a lot at one time? Well, I'm glad you asked. The reason is very simple, actually. The reason is that I've been getting charged for having a podcast for the past however long it has. Because when you record a podcast, you need space. You need space to upload to a platform. And the platform that I have my choice was SoundCloud. Why? Because SoundCloud will push it out to everywhere. And that's pretty cool. However, they will charge you monthly for the space to go ahead and produce those things. So, I have been paying SoundCloud, I don't know, $15 a month for the past year and a half maybe just well for a long time since i had the podcast and i haven't made any content and instead of just canceling it and saying let me fold it in i'm going to get my money's worth so that's at least what one podcast episode a month at least one right maybe more maybe two maybe two podcast episodes a month until i feel like i've i've made my money i i've it's it's made my money for me and then, then maybe I'll stop. But SoundCloud, taking my money, making me feel like, oh, shoot. The only reason why I say that is because, hey, I, the charge, it's charged to an account that I don't use with the exception of paying for SoundCloud, apparently. So when I saw charges on it, I said, hey, where is this coming from? Oh, Oh, that's right. They do charge me for that. They've been charging me for that. So, for me, it's it's a matter of principle. So, you're going to get these podcast episodes. You're going to get... I, I think you can count on at least 12 of them. As long as I, I keep up the, the thought process. You'll get them pretty soon. And you'll get them in whatever format I can get them to you. Maybe one of these will be... Uh, there will be a video attached and you'll go somewhere and be able to see my beautiful face. But, uh, you know my YouTube channel already or a YouTube channel of mine already. So it's not so hard to find me. So yeah. I think on that note, I will get out of here. After all, I still have to edit this. have to add the beginning music and ending music and... It's been a while since I've used GarageBand, so I'm going to need to tinker with it a little bit, then upload to SoundCloud, make sure it's in the right format, make sure it sounds all right, and then get it out of here. And 
that's going to take a bit of work. So, but you're going to get it. You're going to get it today. And why are you going to get it today? Because by the time you hear it, that means you got it today, quote unquote. <laughs> you don't know when today is. You don't know when today is at all. But what you do know is today is a new day. And as long as it's a new day, things can happen. Anyway, I'm going to go now. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for <sighs> spending some time in my little corner of the universe. I hope your drink was exactly the right temperature and the right mix. I hope that this, this hour, this day, this week, this month, this year is fantastic for you. I hope you achieve all your hopes and dreams, or at least a few of them. And I hope you come back next time to listen. But until then, this has been Reese from the Is Told by Reese podcast. And I'll see you later.